재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We begin our International News Digest segment in Spain where after 10-month political deadlock following two inconclusive elections They finally have a government. Last month, uh, Mariano Rajoy, uh, leader of the Conservative People's Party, was re-elected to uh, the country's prime ministership after the uh, Spanish Socialist Party uh, chose to abstain to break this political paralysis and avoid a third election. However, there are a lot of economic and fiscal challenges ahead and whether this new coalition government will be able to get things done and not be consumed by political gridlock uh, does remain to be seen. And we're going to get some analysis on this right now. Very pleased to have joining us from Charles III University of Madrid, uh, social sciences professor Pedro Riera. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Here from Madrid. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Uh, from what we understand, Spain has been without a uh, fully-fledged uh, government uh, since uh, December. Uh, what was basically uh, the cause of this 10-month-long political deadlock? Well, basically, I mean, uh, as you, I mean, as you know, and you were mentioning, there were elections. One was in December last year. Uh, the second one was in June this year. And in uh, any of them, there was a party that was clearly winning the elections, meaning by that, that there was no party with um, with majority of seats in the parliament. So we had some uh, um, negotiations between parties, and uh, it was very difficult for them to, to reach an agreement uh, about... Uh, uh, possible uh, government formula. So uh, it was uh, so long, probably because we don't have experience with these kind of situations. And in the end, uh, uh, the incumbent uh, Prime Minister, Mariano Rajoy, managed to to get uh, some uh, votes from other parties and uh, was uh, finally invested as, as Prime Minister. But it was a matter of not having a clear uh, majority by any of the parties represented in the parliament. Now, if you're a politician in whatever country, uh, Spain, United States, or Korea, uh, you often are at the mercy of the economic conditions. If the economy is good, uh, you get support. If uh, the economy falters, uh, you often pay a political price. Uh, as far as the situation in Spain, it's been kind of, uh, I suppose, remarkable uh, that uh, despite not having had a uh, coalition government for 10 months, uh, the economy has been growing quite rapidly, uh, especially in comparison to the other European nations. Uh, Why do you think that was the case? Well, I think that uh, this uh, fact that you you were mentioning, the fact that the economic situation hasn't uh, suffered a lot during these months in which we haven't had a, a, a formal government or a, or a stable government uh, teaches a couple of lessons. Well, first of all is the fact that uh, probably the economic outcomes are... Uh, a dependent thing, meaning by that that uh, probably what we are doing today doesn't have consequences for what is happening today, but maybe it's going to have consequences next year or in two years. So probably, you know, the fact that we have had this kind of economic steady growth during this year, it's a fact that it is provoked by what was happening last year or, or, or two years ago. Then secondly, I think that the second lesson that we learn from, he, from this is the fact that maybe we 
tend to think that the governments are more important than they are, right? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe there are other things that explain the economic situations that go well beyond the the, the political situation. So I would say that these are the two things, no? path dependent thing, the fact that uh, something we are living today is a product of what has happened in, in the last uh, fir- in the last year or two years, and secondly, the fact that maybe economic actors are uh, relying on other kind of things and not uh, the current political situation, right? When we talk about a, a, a government uh, that uh, could not form a ruling coalition, uh, but uh, having an economy that is growing well, uh, did that lead to perhaps a, a sense of voter apathy where maybe there wasn't as much uh, urgency in the political situation? Well, this is something that we will have to wait again, right? Uh, what we have seen in the last four or five years in Spain, it's an increasing uh, interest in politics. So and probably the emergence of these uh, two new parties, uh, mainly Podemos, with uh, such a strength, it's probably explained by by the fact that people were increasingly interested in politics, right? Mm. Uh, what is going to happen afterwards? Well, we will have to see. I mean, if... Uh, uh, these people that were increasingly interested in politics, they see that, uh, you know, much, uh, much ado about nothing, right? That nothing changed and we have the same uh, party in government. Maybe they are going to come back to the previous situation in which they were not particularly interested in politics. But again, we will have to, to see, uh, what the surveys are telling us in the, in the next months after the formation of this government that was happening last month. Okay. Right. And as you mentioned, uh, Rajoy, uh, he is going to lead uh, the government. Not a strong mandate. I think we can agree. Uh, the weakest parliamentary support since uh, Spain returned to uh, democracy uh, four decades ago. What do you think are the main challenges facing his government? Well, I think that there are two main challenges, right? I mean, if you want three. The first one is the fact that uh, obviously uh, the economic situation has improved in the in the last months and in the last year but it's not perfect right it's far from from perfect and uh, and uh, there are some other uh, economic indicators probably more related to political to economic equality that are not good at all so economic recovery is something that the, the current government uh, is still going to have to 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 to, to face then secondly obviously there is a catalan problem let's uh, put it in those terms mm-hmm. is that in the last uh, years there has been a huge increase in uh, the amount of people in Catalonia that want to succeed from Spain. So this is something some, that it's going to be on the table in the next months and in the next years, and it's something, uh, a challenge that the new government will have to face for sure. Uh, and then finally, if you want a more uh, transversal problem, that it's going to be, that it's not a problem, but it's a fact that, as you said, the, um, the situation of the government right now, it's quite weak in terms of parliamentary support. So they will have to negotiate more than they, they used to, to do in the past, right, when we had... Uh, in some terms, a, a party that was controlling a majority of seats in parliament and they could do whatever they wanted, right? So so yeah. these would be the three challenges that I see. Okay. Uh, 
Just as a final question, because what we've been able to see here in Korea, uh, the events in Europe, um, the emergence of the uh, the UKIP party and Nigel Farage in in the UK, uh, far right elements uh, in in Germany, and uh, also the uh, Marine Le Pen phenomenon in France. Um, of course, a lot of anger and backlash over immigration and the migrant crisis. Uh, is there a similar risk in Spain as far as an emergence of of an angry uh, far right group? Well, I think that there is always a risk of that. I mean, it's quite curious that, uh, as you you were uh, rightly pointing out, uh, we don't have a, a party that is advocating this kind of xenophobic, you know, uh, stances. And probably this is related to the fact that that in Spain, you know, these uh, anti-immigration stances are not very powerful at the electorate level either, right? So uh, there is a risk. I think that there is always a risk because we are in Europe and, you know, in European countries, you are seeing that lots of countries are, are seeing this emergence. Uh, but uh, it is going to happen. It's hard to, to say right now. Uh, we will have to wait as well, right? Uh, yeah. We will have to wait. It's going to be uh, very interesting indeed. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Really great to get your thoughts on this from Spain. Okay. It was my pleasure. Goodbye. Thank you very much.